Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Lou Gregory and here's what's coming up today. It's going down to the last game of the season after Luton get embarrassed by Fulham in front of the Sky cameras. One more huge game to come and today we build up to that game. Can we hold our nerve for one more game? Can we get the three points? How do we bounce back from the 7-0 defeat? Look, this is what football's all about. I know we were all a bit sad about yesterday's result, but look, this... It's coming down to one more game. We're going to be discussing that today. Uh, you shook your head, Dave, when I said Luton get embarrassed. I wasn't embarrassed. No? No. Why should we be embarrassed? I mean, uh, I know Fulham were good, but I just feel like there's a stage where you shouldn't be losing a game 7-0. But... No, you shouldn't be losing a game 7-0, but you've just got to put... I mean, I, I'm going to say it again, the word perspective. I'm not even going to talk about how far we've come. Think of the team we had to put out yesterday. Yeah. Think of the team. Um we were good for a bit um, and then the better team won and the better footballing team won, the rich football team won. And, you know, the, the guy that scored 43 goals. We, anybody who thought we were going to go to Fulham and, you know, no, come on. Yeah, but <laughs> Welcome you, you back to Tyra, by the way, after oh, being man. ill last week. But, um, but yeah. anybody who went to Fulham thinking we we're going to come away with three points was really clutching at straws. Nothing has changed for us. Nothing. Well, our goal difference has got well, massively no, worse for a we start. S- no. If we win tomorrow, uh, on Saturday, then it's done. Yeah. Right? So nothing has changed. Disappointing? Yeah. Yes. I can't say embarrassing. Disappointing. Not embarrassed by 7 but are no, you embarrassed why should by 7 Why would you? Because um, I just feel like there's just times in football. And look, people may disagree with me here, but I just think that there comes a time where it, at 4-0, we just go, right, let's just not let any more in. Well, don't you think they thought that? And, I don't know, and we bit, left. Listen, look at the team yesterday. They they were just outclassed. I, mean, I, I just don't like to show my face the next morning to people that I know they're going to take a piss, so... The, the face, the, the, it's more embarrassing for us as fans because you you are going to get the crap taken out of you. That's all. Yeah, I had that at work this morning, honestly. Yeah. Going, going into work this morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it's horrible, but... Um, even my beer's getting excited. <laughs> uh, it's good to have you back, Pataro. Obviously, last week, Dave, you stepped in with uh, Stephen Darren, did a very good job. I did listen. Yeah, way. thank you. Um, they enjoyed it. unfortunately. They'd like to come back another time. That'd be great. So I was a little bit annoyed after yesterday's 7-0, and I know you love to take the mick out of me and call me negative and all this, but I don't know. There was just something about yesterday's game. It just I was just really deflated, and I think it's because we had such a good away day, and we went to a few bars in London, and then... We're all hyped up for it, and it was just kind of, I don't know. It's just, almost like you got hit by an iron Yeah, after yeah. That, yeah. Hey, listen, when, when we first got in the stadium, firstly, how does it work in London? Can I ask this question already? How can this work in London when you go to places like Fulham and you go to every bar and it's home fans only, home fans mm. only? We Shocking. find a nice little bar, we have a few beers, and we get to the stadium and 
you're in the same end as the away fans yeah. uh, home fans and away fans are it together makes no it makes no it? sense whatsoever no wonder there was a little bit of bother yesterday no wonder but uh, you know we had a good beer up that's what I said the atmosphere inside that stadium when we first got in there was amazing it was yeah. great and Luton it's fans are brilliant as well. yeah Luton fans are brilliant as always but I don't know I think we had enough time after the game yesterday to have a little moan between us about about I just even the performance we like you said we started well in the first 15 20, 20 minutes yeah. didn't we? we we actually started okay but I feel like that we'll, we'll touch on the game but I do think we should just mainly now look ahead to Reading and yeah, especially course. with the result of, of Bournemouth and Forest tonight that the top two are done so it is now just down to who are gonna, who's, who's going to come fifth and sixth now is, well do you want I'll mark this one down we're going to come fifth because we are going to win Saturday and Sheffield United aren't there you go I've said it oh gosh you better hope we do otherwise this will I'm end not up saying nothing because I said we are going to win 1-0 yeah. yesterday so <laughs> you said we are 1-0 Mitrovic showing goal yeah um, <laughs> alright let's, qu- let's quickly touch on the game then six changes from Blackpool game uh, obviously we signed Matt Ingram he come in for his debut first of all let's just say thoughts on that straight away Ingram look I stood he didn't have loads to do against Blackpool to be fair to him I think we said last week he maybe could have done a bit better with the pen his kicking wasn't the best but we couldn't that take was... that risk, could we, of going into potentially the three or four biggest games in our recent history with a 17, 18-year-old keeper on the bench. That's true. Uh, Darren called that last week on the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you you got an experienced keeper in who's done, you know, championship games before. Um, I don't think you can really fault him for his performance yesterday. I think we it just... It's some... a pretty bad one to be in for your debut, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's a bit, you know. But look, you got to look at the defence as well, the midfield of the defence. No, no one helps each other out yesterday, do you know what I mean? I mean, a lot of people go, oh, the goalkeeper must be not really very good. I had a couple of people say earlier, and I thought, come on, you can't blame a goalkeeper for conceding seven goals. I mean, fair enough if like four of them went under his legs or, do you know what I mean, he dropped the ball, but it wasn't nothing like that. It was no, just exactly. Like, they just, you know, but their, finishing, their finishing yesterday was just, you know, sublime. Some of their... Their passing was quick. And I don't it, think we helped ourselves on some of their goals, though. Well, I agree with that. I really don't. But I don't remember half of them, to be fair. So. But, you know, like, just before they scored their first goal, and I was thinking to myself, and I think I, might, I said it to someone, you know, we keep a clean sheet here to half-time. We're, we're right. And as soon as I said it, yeah, they bloody well scored. Yeah. yeah, they scored. But, you know, even that was a quick move. You know, there's no way the keeper could have stopped that shot. No way in, in a million years. You know, that was defensive... And talking, this maybe you used the term clutching at straws earlier, or you did, David. One, whoever did anyway. So it's a bit like the first goal that they scored as well. When I think when Fred went down injured or whatever else, I think a lot of fans were complaining. Obviously, I know people are going to think to me, you know, think, oh yeah, you know, put the ball out of play. But realistically, if that was us on the attack, I would never ever want. Well, say so if that was at Kenilworth Road, I would expect sorry. Yeah, if that was yeah. at Kenilworth Road, we'd all be fuming if. The player went down and when we kicked it yeah, out. So, yeah. And you know why that is though? Because a lot of the time they're bloody faking it, aren't they? Let's yeah, be fair. This is it. And to be fair, yeah. it doesn't matter if he's injured or whatever. He went down, whatever, you can play on. It doesn't state you have to put the ball out of play. And do you know what? I think it's just poor on our behalf, to be fair. And that's what stemmed, that's where it all came from. I think the heads went down after that. I think maybe people were feeling sorry for themselves. But look, just get over it. But... And we clearly didn't. So never mind. Other players that come in then for the Fulham game were so Ingram, Onyedima, Burke, Lansbury, Hilton, Jerome, 
and for Eisted Bradley Chioso, Adebayo and Cornick. I was disappointed not to see Adebayo in the team and I just hope it is just like a precaution that, you know, if we just left him out that he's going to be fit and ready to play Reading because uh, that'll fill me with confidence ahead of Saturday. And that's, that's the same reason why Campbell was withdrawn, to save him for Saturday. So let's hope that everything's going to work. Was, we that, put was that actually, by the way? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. And let's hope that... Uh, you know, the squad he puts out on Saturday, the team he puts on Saturday, is the strongest team we've got. I was saying to you yesterday on the way home uh, from Fulham, just I've just got my fingers crossed that we can get maybe three, at least three back, maybe four. And I'm just thinking like, obviously we've not heard what's wrong with Bree, but I'm just saying if we could have like Bree, Bradley, like Campbell and Adebayo back in that starting 11 mm-hmm. for Saturday... Spying the team, I, know, nice, just, it? I would just go into that feeling so much more confident than than I am right the second now with, yeah, with to injuries. Be, to and be stuff. fair, we need leaders like people that are going to take control as well and personality and well, and we need we we're lacking that yesterday, weren't we? Yeah, but we need our fans also to play their part on Saturday. You know, you've got to make that that noise unbelievable. Kind of thrown on Saturday. And realistically, let's face it: if we go and win one nil. And we play absolutely horrendous and we get absolutely dominated with one nil. We'll take it. It take doesn't it. matter. People might go, oh yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not in good stead for the playoffs because you want to make sure you look good. It doesn't matter about that. Just grind out results. I don't care how we win it or how we do it, but we're going to do it anyway. So the confidence is there. Let's rattle through the Fulham goals then. Um, the first one, obviously, like you said, Onya Dimmer was down and I don't know what happened. We just didn't pick up Kearney and he's all alone on the edge of the box, smashes it in. Uh, the second one, Header fell to Tete, whose shot went in past Ingram from quite a distance, actually. And it's actually a pretty good finish. When I watched it back, I was actually, yeah. it's pretty good. But producer Jacob said it, mention Hilton. Yeah, um, mention Hilton because he didn't move. I don't know, because Hilton goes no, it was towards him and then just stands stops. and watches him run past him. I'm yeah. just like... I don't really remember it, to be fair. How many beers do you have? <laughs> Bloody hell. He just stood there. He just Dave, I've yeah. got the headache from yesterday. I, think, um, I do think that that's the difference between us and like a Fulham and you know is we've given him so much time whereas maybe if that's the other way around whoever loses like if whoever you mean loses that ball but you mean a team from the, the nuts to get back and make that tackle yeah block. I give you that but you mean a team from the Premier League who have spent millions of pounds keeping their squad together against us you know yeah, but it, it, it you're saying that when the class was and there. I know we had injuries right and this is the thing I went into work this morning and one of the analysts at Brentford were like, look, just because you've got injuries, you shouldn't still be losing a game of football. They're only, what, five places above us. And I know they're unreal. Yes, they've got a £100 million squad. Right. But... Do you know what, though? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They've won more... They've won 7-0 three Three times, okay? Think back when we we, we started our season winning 8-2 and then 7-0 and that. And we were miles better than everybody else. Was that embarrassing? Nah. Well, you know what I'm trying to say? For the other no, team, but, yeah. yeah. No, but no, what I'm saying <laughs> no is... No one wants to lose 7-0. No, but when you're on the top of your game and you're much, much better than the opposition because of injuries or not, I, you know, that wasn't our first team proper. Um, yeah, but and this is, this is my point, though. Even though d- it's not our first... First eleven, there's still decent footballers out on that pitch. You've still got Snodgrass, you've still got Lansbury, you've still got Cameron Jerome, and you, Burke and Lockyer have, have been part of our back 
back threes and back May, fives this season and stuff. There, Bell's a regular star. Kyoso, we all rave about. You know, like we we are using this excuse that we've got nine injuries, and don't get me wrong, we have got injuries, and that did play mm. a part in in nine first team injuries. Not you know not. Peripheral players. But it's not like we've had to play a bunch of under-18s that have never... Like, we are still playing a good team there. And that is a good, solid team. That I think if we fielded that against another championship side, we might get a win. So then Fulham are in the place they are because of their superiority for the whole season. Not just one game, the whole season. And their, their millions have helped them do that. So you're up against it. Anybody, I, 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 as I said at the beginning, anybody who went to that game yesterday seriously thinking we're going to come away with three points? Hoping, yes. Hoping. <laughs> no, there's a difference between hoping and, and guarantee, you know, are we going to go and we're going to do it? Uh, but hoping you do it. We all went there hoping we'd get a result. I was hoping we wouldn't concede more than two. I honestly thought we'd maybe go there and lose 2-1, maybe 3-1, but... but I yeah, thought, but the heads I thought went, it would be tighter. But when the couple of goals uh, went in, the heads went down, didn't they, really? That's how I felt about it. We just couldn't cope with their pace. We couldn't cope with their passing. We couldn't... We, what did we offer? What did we offer? Not a lot. Goals, three and four. Carvalho uh, cut inside. Beautiful finish past Ingram. Mitrovic kind of got a bit lucky, a bit of deflection, and then poked yeah, it past. At this time, we'd left. Uh, five and six, I think I read. Uh, read? I watched this back. Um, one was a long shot. Yeah, Ceres was a long shot and Reed took it round the keeper, apparently. Well, Reed scored again. Oh, oh no, Kearney got the first one, didn't he? Sorry. Five and six, and I forget we have a seventh as well. Mitrovic scored. It's too uh, many. Yeah, it's, it's a bit poor. Yeah, really. you know too many game. goals to look back on, but... Uh, to be fair, I, only, I think I only saw one goal. Yeah. There'll be, You're there'll having be, a beer, uh, weren't you? Then when you come back up, we'll leave it. <laughs> see you later, mate. <laughs> but there's not many times you'll see us beat by that score. No, well, I was going to say, right, because Mike Simmons has, uh, did a stat here. Just the one Luton player is featured in both them 7-0 defeats at Brentford and Fulham, uh, which was Dan Potts. And it's an interesting stat, and I know this, this goes back to what I was saying about, well, proves your point more than mine about the injuries. From that one all draw of Fulham in December, only Burke, Bell and Naismith were the ones to start yesterday, which yeah, I know no, you well, said exactly shows right. the injuries, but... And how good were we with that day? How good were we with that day? We should have come away with, yeah. with more than what we got. And so when you're a bit part player, you don't get on the, you know, in the first team as much as you should. And, you, and then, you, you know, no disrespect to Hilton and Jerome, but, you know, you haven't got your young, your young striker up front who's been on fire for most of the season. What do we expect? Um, before we move on then and just focus more on Reading, I wanted to, like, say, like, or ask... Is there a difference between the last time we lost 7-0 to this time? Does it feel different? Yeah, of course. We're doing a lot better nowadays. When we lost 7-0 to Brentford, we were absolutely horrendous that season, weren't we? Let's face it, we were. I mean, we, we stayed up at the end of it, fine. But at that point in time, well, I can't remember what month it was in. Was it maybe a January November. or a November? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. That was embarrassing, wasn't it? And I think that set the tone. I think at that point, we were like minus 23 goal difference at that point. I mean, you look at it now, we're complaining about our goal difference. We're still on plus seven. We're still on plus figures, which is not a bad thing. It's a shame, but that, it's a shame that we conceded so many. I think, yeah. I think we're more optimistic. Listen, this has been a spectacular season for us this season. It's spectacular. And we're still in with it. We're still, we're still honest, in the ship. I got, really, I got really upset this morning as well. Uh, a few people saying to me that, 
oh, you know, they, they were going, oh, yeah, I think last night just proved that you're punching well above your weight and you, you probably shouldn't be there. I was like, well, we probably clearly should be there because we're there. Yeah. And I don't understand that statement, you're punching above your weight. Maybe you are punching well, what we're doing by budget. That's fine, but I think all season long we've... Results-wise, yeah, it's proved where... We've proved we that we, we can are. compete with most teams. And, every, well, on a, like I say, on our day, we can compete. Unfortunately, yesterday was just a blip. And p- for people to sit there and say that, you know, Luton are punching and Luton has just proved that they're not, like, they're not actually that good. And people are saying that. They're, they're people that aren't watching football week in, week in, or, sorry, week in, week out, and they're not watching Luton Town Football Club playing football week in, week out. Or they're supporters of a team yeah. that's below us in the division who think they've got the right to be above us. You know, or this is Premier League. Team, yeah, teams ones. like Luton, you know, that's what it is. You know, go with it. It's, it's always been a joy watching this team. Yeah, it's ups yeah, and downs all the time. We, and we love it. The thing is, we love it. I mean, we, we lose 7 0. We're probably going to beat Reading 5 0 now next week. <laughs> well, that's the way it goes. Well, we, we, we've got, if we can go and do that, then it's fantastic, isn't it? Uh, well, let's look ahead to the Reading game then. Uh, we asked a few questions out on social media today. Will the Fulham result affect the team? How do we bounce back? Will we get to the playoffs? Um, and I guess I wanted to start asking you two. And this isn't me being negative. I just feel like we do. We should cover both sides. If we don't get in the playoffs, right? And I know there's a lot of Luton fans going, no matter what happens, we've had a brilliant season. Will that emotion at full time, say we lost on Saturday, would that be more overriding of, look, we've had a great season, that's just unlucky? Or would you be more like, I feel like we've missed a chance here to get into the playoffs. All depends on your results, though. True. But if we do miss out, then I'll be very upset. I'll, I personally, I'll be up, I will be upset. I, mean, I think everyone will be upset about it because realistically, we've come such a long way this season. And whatever we say, yeah, it's been a very good season. But I don't think it'll be a very, very good season without qualifying for playoffs because realistically, three games ago, it was in our hands. And we were like, oh, do you know what? Um, I, I sat here and said, we're 100% doing it. It's still in our hands. Just no, remember no, no, that. That's what, that's what it's still in I, our I hands. I didn't mean it's not in our hands, yeah. but you know what I mean? It's, if we come away losing to Reading and results go against us, well, that would be a shame. I'll be pretty, be a disappointing, be pretty bitter be about it. I'll be disappointing honest. end of the season. It would be a very disappointing end of the season. But you'd stand at that ground and you'd, you'd, yeah. you'd cheer your team out because, you know, they've been sensational this season. But it would be disappointing because we've built ourselves up to be there. Yeah. The press have been saying what a, what a brilliant season we've had and we know we're going to make the playoffs. And it would be disappointing not to make them, not to mention the amount of crap you'll get on socials and everything else from supporters of the other clubs that would do yeah, my yeah you're kind of ready my, for it look we've got producer jacob in charge of our twitter so i'm pretty sure no matter what happens on saturday he's going to be 100 percent on his game and he knows all about the playoffs he's a, mate, oh, he's sorry oh, lack of playoffs yeah, sorry yeah, sorry yeah, yeah, as a bit of a fan yeah. um <laughs> in case you missed it he's been uh bannering forest fans all night on on twitter yeah, which has been great though. all right so that's potentially what would happen if we didn't make the playoffs but look you asked whether the Fulham result would affect the team. I think it's going to have a positive effect on us. Yeah. I think they're going to come out and go, this ain't happening again. We are not going to let this well, get away. We're not going to lose 7-0 home. No, no, no. We're going to lose 4 instead. No. <laughs> they will not... The players, as much as the fans, the players will not want to let this opportunity go. They, some of them might not get this opportunity again. So they will not want to, to let this opportunity go. So they're going to go out, they're going to give their all. And I, I, I just hope it's enough. It will be enough. We're going to win. We will win. I do feel like when it's a game of this importance and it is like 
like you said, like a must win now. Like this is a must win. Yeah. That we do have players that, and I'm going to use Snodgrass as an example, who is a big player with massive experience that, I don't know, I feel like experience there. they're the type of players that I just feel like will get everyone up for this and be like, look, let's just get over the line here. Let's just go out and do whatever we have to do to win. Bodies on the line and make sure we get them three points on Saturday. They have to, mate. They, they, they have to, realistically. It's like, okay, fine if we don't get it. But they have to. They know that that's... That is, it's riding on it now. I mean, look, results could go away. We could still lose and we could still qualify for the playoffs. Fine, whatever. But we have but do, to, do we have to get the playoffs. We but, have to. But do you really think, given that Fulham are playing Sheffield United and Bournemouth are playing Mill, do you think they're just going to roll over and die and say, oh, okay, no. you had the points because we don't want Luton to be in the playoffs? Of course they won't. They're going to go out no, there and finish course. the season on the high. So yeah. it's going to be just as tough for the other teams. We know we have to win. We'll get out there. We'll have put an amazing performance and we'll get that three points. How do we get the three points then? Because you look at the starting 11 against Fulham. I know Nathan Jones said about, obviously, Alan Campbell was feeling a little bit in his legs, so he's not risked him. We hope that's potentially the same with Adebayo. I haven't heard any news about him. So it's kind of like, if everyone's fit again, not everyone, but like we do have like Campbell back, Adebayo back, do we set up differently to how we did against Fulham? Well, you're going to set up differently anyway. Cause it, I mean, Clark, Fulham, Clark, come on, Fulham, obviously. Reading, Clark? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> come on. Yeah. When, yesterday? Good. Yeah. Good. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Sorry. Oh, language, sorry. Yeah, but... Beer. <laughs> so, we do have... We, we've got... We've got, looks like, potentially new options and hopefully a couple more players to come back into the squad but for the Saturday. thing is, of course, we're going to set up differently. I mean, we're never going to set up like we did against Fulham yesterday because that was just... I don't know what it was. It was a sham, but... Either way, you know, with all due respect to Reading, you're playing Reading rather than a Fulham. They're not going to play the st- same style of football. I mean, they're doing all right, to be fair to them, recently, but they are shipping a lot of goals as well. So I think we can exploit that. And like let's not say, forget... Look, Clark, if we get Eddie Bayer back as well, if he's, if he's yeah. fit, then yeah. we can score a couple of goals at least. And I guess the, 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 the bright way of looking at yesterday's result and going forward is... If you would have said to us on the first podcast of the season that it's going to come down to Reading at home in the final game, mm. if you win, you get in the top six. Everyone would have taken it. Everyone would have taken yeah, it. Of course. So, uh, and I think the other thing is it'd be a bit different if we were seventh right now looking to get into the top six. It's just because we've been in the top six for a while and it, you yeah, fear yeah. dropping out of it and you fear yeah. that the opportunity has gone. I just genuinely think the players will turn up Saturday and I think we'll we'll be in for an exciting time. Are you going to be nervy? Nervous yeah, about it? Yeah, of course there? I am. Of course I am. I've, I've been... Think about it now, man. I'm cold. It's, <laughs> it's very cold. Why wouldn't you be nervous? I mean, what do we want? As fans, we want success, don't mm-hmm. we? We want yeah. we want that little bit of recognition to say as high up the, highest up the table as you can be. So, yeah, we're going to be nervous until the second goal goes in for us and then we'll be happy. And then also, these are the games that, I think we did mention this a few weeks ago, I can't remember what game it was before or after, but these are the games as fans that we love at the end of the day. This is why we watch football is for moments like this on Saturday. And I think I saw a tweet saying we weren't there when we beat Blackburn on that final game uh, to stay up in the championship, but we weren't there at Watford when we won one nil, but we're all going to be there Saturday. And, and we've got to make it the best we can. We have to, we generally have to, if, if that place is not rocking like it can do, 
then there's something wrong with us as fans. Just hope the sun's out as well. Sun's Everybody's out. just stand up and sing yeah. as much as you can. That's what I would say. Oh, it's going to be nervy, isn't it? Okay. But, um, you know, that's what beer's for. Here's what you guys said uh, about Reading at the weekend. Danny says, Fulham have been smashing teams all season. Mitrovic earns more in a week than some of our players do in a year. It was always going to come down to a cup final against Reading on Saturday. Um, well, you can't, you can't even disagree with that, can you? No. No. Sol says um, about Fulham result affecting team. He said it shouldn't do. It's time for the experienced players to step up. Uh, the circumstances have obviously played a part in the result. Um, how do we bounce back? He says we need to have another way of playing. We try to fit players to the formation rather than change the formation to suit the players. And will we get playoffs? Have to win, he says. Um, it's a good point, though, because it'd be good if we could go into the final game and we could have players in their proper positions. And, it, you know, Naismith obviously fills in for um, Campbell against Fulham. It'd yeah. just be nice to have Naismith in that back line. And if it is with Lockyer and Burke, with maybe Kyoso and Bell and Campbell it's back in. You it's know. comfortable, though. It's comfortable. Especially at home. Uh, Meg says... I think the defeat will always affect the team, but hopefully won't be too hard on them. Um, how do we bounce back? She says, not having any more injuries in training. If we have a positive mindset for Saturday, we should bounce back. And will we get playoffs? Hopefully. But if not, we should be proud of the team uh, for their efforts this season. But I think we will. Yeah. It's well, true. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll be proud in either way, but we have to... That last have step, that isn't that, that last, It's that last thing, you know. Do you know what? If we go to the Premier League, it pays for our stadium. You know, don't be under. So yeah, and why not? Well, let's let's just court the playoffs and see what happens. Do you reckon our style of play is affecting the amount of injuries we get? In? Because yeah, I think so. I don't it's, think. Of course, it's going. I don't think any other team as as many as us. But it does seem, and I know Nathan Jones says it in his post match all the time. But it seems like everyone's just dropping like flies at the moment. Mm. And it's it he 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 does always say it's the demand we put on them and the way we play, and it is that high energy and that high press all the time that. These players, they're clearly fit. and They're exerted though, aren't they? But it's, it's just like, is it just too much to do that all the time? Like, How I'd do we do it? I'd love to see what he does in training. Because it's, it, well, you look at it and you go, why are, like, let's say, why are they dropping like that? What is the workload that he's giving them during the week? Is he giving them enough rest time? I don't know, look, he'll know what's best for him. Maybe it's what's best, what's getting them the most performance out of what they're doing but but then we say that and we look look, Shea's injury was a collision Bree's injury was a collision Onya Dimmers was a muscle against Cardiff but there's been a lot of muscular injuries this season yeah a lot of them but then what does that come down to that's maybe working too hard but look maybe not but then saying that if you didn't work too hard maybe the training and your improvement in your game wouldn't be as good so yeah, yeah and then it's, and then, it's, it's, and then we're yeah. not we're not six we're not six this is it, yeah, fifth we're we're 14th fearing going lower yeah. yeah so no you know you can't you can never write it really can you it's it is what it is but you never know let's hope that he's given a little light session this week and he's just doing like mental sort of like Work with them. They will have their game plan sorted. They will know what we've got to do. They will know what this means to the fans and they will know what it means for the club. They will get out there and they will be too, totally on it. That's how I feel. Reading will be there to spoil the party. Let's hope we get an early goal. Hat 60 says, hopefully not, but getting the first goal on Saturday might be crucial in settling the nerves of the players. Not sure about us fans, though. Yeah, he's right, because 1-0, we're always... We're always 
you know, a bit jittery, aren't we? Mm-hmm. 2-0. You relax a bit, don't you? And obviously our record come to an end when we lost to QPR of not losing when we take the lead. But like he says, um, if we do take the lead at the weekend, if we can get back to that stage where normally that means we don't lose, that's like he said, could be absolutely huge. <sighs> See, you, 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 we're going to have to drink more beer before we go on Saturday, aren't we? It's I'm getting nervous happen. already, man. I'm supposed to be going to bed soon. It's not good. Super says it shouldn't affect the team losing to the best team in the league with so many players out injured. Um, yes, the result isn't the best, but it's always going to be a free hit in our schedule. We just have to get behind the team on Saturday and we'll have two more matches this season, maybe three. Do you know what? The thing with the Fulham game, um, I think they lost their last two at home, didn't they? To Coventry and to Forest. So you, you kind of looked at it and thought, the chances of them, page, yeah. you know, they have to win to win the title. The chances of them losing three at home when they've been unreal all season. their final home game as well. The yeah. biggest it's, thing, it's, yeah. I think the biggest thing about the result, Written from. you know, is the, is the scoreline. You know, if it had been two or three nil, you'd have gone, yeah, okay. But it's because it was seven. That's why everybody started to panic. Um, Maybe we are just making everyone look at us and think, all right, we want Luton in the playoffs. Well, of course they're all going to say that, and especially Nottingham Forest fans are going to say that, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They want Luton in the playoffs, you know? And it, and I'll tell you something else. If we do get to the semi-finals, they're going to want us in the final because they'll think that they can easily beat us. That's what's going to happen. Darren said, hopefully the effect will be a positive one. Weirdly, losing like that was probably better than a 1-0 loss. Uh, we'll bounce back. I think we've won every match straight after a defeat this season. We will make the playoffs, as will Borough. I think it's Sheffield United that should be worried. Yeah, because if Sheffield United don't win, or at least draw, they have a problem, because we're going to win. I'd actually be really interested to know if losing 7-0 gives you more of a positive reaction than, say, losing 1-0. I think so, yeah. I think you go back to basics, and you... Well, not sharp, sharp, but you... um, What's the word? What's the term? Sorry. Uh, if you, uh, if, oh, hello. If you, if, <laughs> no, but if you, you lose 1-0, you're going to think, oh, that's unlucky. You know, we've had our chances. We haven't taken it. We lose 1-0. Yeah, we were good. But when you lose 7-0, you go in and say, that's disastrous, don't you? Surely you go back to basics a little bit more. Right? You try and get a goal and you, you don't you don't concede. and uh, yeah. maybe, maybe you don't well, go the, for it as the, much. The, the first know. thing you want to do is, is tighten up at the back there. And then the second thing you want to do is go out and prove it was a, it was a freak result. That's what you want to go prove, surely. You don't lose 7-0 every season, do we? No, but that's why I'd be interested to know what kind of effect it does have. And Cal Naismith said in his post-match after the Fulham game that they were very quick in the dressing room after the game just to go, look, we have to put this to bed. We have to forget about this. I think Nathan Jones put up a schedule or a presentation on on a screen in the change room, um, which I think he said had their plans for the season. And they're on track, they said. So I think from their point of view, it's that that game's gone. Yeah, There's no course. point now. In, look, you debrief and you go, this is what we could have maybe done a bit better, which we can take into the next but game. Don't worry but about it. Don't worry about don't it worry now because it. it's done. Concentrate it's on the one we have to worry about, which is Saturday. It's, yeah, it's, it's exciting though. Don't you think it's exciting to be in this position? I think I think it's, it's exciting, really exciting. Yeah. It's also doing something strange to my mental state. So I tell you what, you, know what is. you get you get a bit fed up, and if you go on social media, you know, and you you pop around all the all the Luton social media, there are some fans that are going absolutely ballistic about losing, and you just think, come on, get a grip. 
Mm-hmm. Just get a grip of where we are. Get a grip of how good we've been. And then just... A bit so, of realism. I think, yeah, realism. But support the team for the last game. Support the team and make sure we, we get them over that line because that's why we go. Dale says, yesterday's result will make the team more determined. We will beat Reading to make the playoffs. I fear that winning the playoffs may be a step too far with the current injury crisis. However, what happen, whatever happens, I'm a proud supporter of my team and everyone involved in our club. Yeah. Well done, Dale. I would say um, it's going to happen. If we get to the playoffs, it's anybody's game. It's, it's what happens on the day, isn't it? Over two legs, you know, you might be well in it at the end of the first game or you might be well out of it. You can't tell. It's three cup finals. You look at the game we watched tonight before doing the podcast, obviously Bournemouth securing promotion against Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth did look very good in that second half. But you kind of like, and this is just on the playoffs, Forest still had that chance with it at the bar. They still had a chance in like the last minute of, of the second half when the keeper plays that free kick through to their strike. And you just think like, it could be in the playoffs. If you can just, if you're going to concede, keep it at one, not seven. You you always get that chance to equalise or have a moment of your own. Yeah. And that's the thing. We have the players and the quality for even a game like Saturday against Reading to make the chances. And then if we get into the playoffs, we've got the players to take chances if we get them. Look, I think if we get into the playoffs, which we I think we should and I hope we will, then it is a bit of a lottery almost. It's, you know... It is what it is. If we get through to the final, that would be an amazing day out. And do you know what the thing is? Well, I think Reading as well at home, they have nothing to play for. They've had a bit of a, a bit of a weird season. Oh, that worries me though when they they're have nothing not, to play for. Yeah, this, this is what I'm saying. And the thing is, they're not actually that a bad team. I mean, they can see a lot of goals, but they are a funny, funny team. One minute they'll turn over a top team, the next minute they'll lose to like a... I don't know, a team with like probably 10 injuries like ourselves, but so I don't know. Reading was a bit of a bogey team for us though. Mm. I have they? never forgiven Reading since the Simod Cup final. <laughs> I've never, I was so angry that day. Never forgiven them. So I hope we turn them over. Should we get in some Instagram questions to finish today then? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Gina says, were fans right to overreact, overreact about the defeat or do you find some of the comments embarrassing? Um, look, Everybody has I didn't see him to be fair. Well, so. well I'll, I'll answer that. I think um, some of the vitriol that have come out of some Luton Town fans is wrong. Totally wrong. Um, overreact. Well, so like, who's been overreacting? Because well, you know, they're all saying that, you know, we're not good enough. We're not good enough for this. We're not good enough for where we are. We've already commented on that. Um, you know, we, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs. It's rubbish. Have people been saying that, though? Yes, they have. You yeah. should, you should okay. look on the socials. Um, I just feel, um, yeah. I'd like to think me saying, I think losing 7-0 is embarrassing isn't overreacting. No. It's, it's, it's embarrassing for whom? The club or for you as a supporter? I just I just think you shouldn't lose a game 7-0. And okay. I know Fulham have done it three times, but I, I feel agree. like I they agree. shouldn't have lost them games okay. 7-0. Either, and in, in the last 10 seasons, how many times have we lost 7-0? Twice. Twice. There you go. Five oh, well, I'll tell you something else. If we go to the Premier League, it, it might happen more often at this rate. But Yeah, but then we've no, got 180 yeah. mil in, our, in the bank. So, yeah, who cares if we've got the money in so, the bank and um, new stadium paid for? Every fan's entitled to their own opinion about the game. Every fan can voice their opinion. I mean, we said we started well in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Until they scored, yeah. Our fans' Literally. right to overreact was the question. The answer is every fan has their right to react as they want to, but I think some of the overreaction was too much. 
maybe overreact next week if we don't qualify for playoffs. Why? But why would you do that? No, no, I'm saying I'm saying to the people that overreacted about the Fulham result. Oh, okay, but why? Maybe, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's right to do it. Into the I'm saying sorry. What I'm, what I'm saying is, but no, isn't isn't it? I'm this not saying is it's the, right to overreact though, Dave. I'm not saying it's yeah, right to, but I'm that. saying maybe. After if we you know play against Reading and we're shit against Reading, we lose five nil. This then is maybe overreact after conceding twelve goals. This is the highest position we're going to finish in for years. Don't overreact to that. Congratulate the club for yeah. doing that. That's an achievement. It's the highest we've been me. for I years. Know. Yeah. Uh, sorry for overreacting. <laughs> uh, Paul sorry, says, fun. "Was the Fulham game the worst game you have been to?" Well, firstly, Batara don't mention you don't remember half of it, so you can't answer that question, can you? Do you know what I'll say? Right, is when we went to Fulham uh, in our first season back in the championship, and it was three Three, two, two, and I I felt like that was just a really poor away day, and I think it was, yeah, it was because it was the first time we've mingled with the home fans, and to this day, I still do not understand why Fulham do that. I just obviously the trouble at half time, I think, Mm -hmm. was something to do with with that, but. Well, when um, they open that newsstand, maybe they won't do that. But um, is it the worst game I've ever been to? The worst? I mean, that's coming from three people that watch us in the conference days and have seen us lose I'll at places that sound like yeah. I'll be honest. Magic I, spells. I think Reading away, we lost three nil in the first season. Back yeah. was probably the worst away Rained. game I've been to. Yeah, a lot. horrendous. It doesn't mean away games. Any game, losing, you know. Shy. How about being three nil up at home and losing four three? That's a terrible game. You know. Who's that against? Uh, was it Wrexham or someone like that? Some, I can't some remember. Welsh team. <laughs> God, this we were three nil up and cruising, and we lost four three. Uh, I don't, I can't remember. Who it was, I remember we lost to Northampton after being three one up one year, four three. Uh, do you know what? Even and can I just say, even yeah. losing to people Jeez, like no. Stevenage really wound me up. So you know, seems like Stevenage. Yeah, but it wound me up. That's it. Totally, you know, and they still won me up, Dave, because they've survived this year again. Either way, I don't think Fulham was the worst game I've been to, but as an away day, it was good up until... Up until we had to watch the football. Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole day yeah. was brilliant. It was a great day. And then football spoiled it a little bit. But you know what? I've even... realised I don't actually like football. I like the beer. No, but you know what? The singing and <laughs> the atmosphere for the from Luton was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And, you know, it's a last away game of the regular season. And it was a, it was an absolute blast, apart from the score. James says, is there any point in getting playoffs? We have no players left. Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, Sam says, who do you put on your retained list for Luton? Uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because obviously you don't know. <laughs> whatever league you're going to be in is going to be different. But If they get promoted, all of them. All of them. All of them. I think they... Like, to be fair, to be fair, if they get promoted, this squad gets promoted, then you tell me why each and every single person has, has competed for Luton this season, or played, sorry, should I say. Why don't they deserve a chance? Premier League. Well, I mean, they does. They Listen, you can take that back to the Fulham game last night, and you yeah. can see you can see why they don't deserve. <laughs> yeah, a but it's disjointed though, David. That's what it is. Yeah, so it's good, David. That's what Look, it is. Can you imagine go, going up, and our easiest game technically would be like Fulham or or Bournemouth. Or Brentford. I know there's no easy game or yeah. Brentford, yeah, <laughs> Amber, but uh, no. But it's seriousness. I think if we were to go up, we'd have to have a big transfer window, obviously. But I do think. It's going to be a big window anyway because I do think like last year where we got rid of Collo and Pearson and we moved some on that have been with us for a while. I think the start of or this end of this season, start of next season is another situation where we are going to have to maybe move a few on that have been loyal and 
and and been with us maybe for a while and well, rebuild you know, again and the, go again. The team, the, the, we'll the, man, the we'll management see. have always got that in hand, haven't they? And you know what? If we stay in the championship, then you've still got the likes of possibly playing, you know, the, the three Premier League teams that come down with millions of pounds again. And one of those could be Everton, for goodness sake. Come oh, on. Imagine that, Jesus. Let's face it as well, right? If we You're do, always if we up do against get promoted, it. If we do get promoted, and you said about a big transfer window, we're not going to be signing big Premier League experienced players and all that sort of stuff. You know no, that. And we're going to be not signing sort of, of we were signing sort of like, you know, good championship players. Maybe not on a scale what Norwich did or Bournemouth or whatever else in, the tra- in their transfer windows, but you're probably going to talk, you're, look, you're looking at, you know, gems from that league. You're looking, oh, they're quite young. They're, you can probably get them for a small feat. It's not going to be players that you're looking at and go, oh, yeah, we can get, we can sign Todd Cantwell now. You know, all that sort of stuff. But obviously, I know he's at Bournemouth. You know what I mean, though? It's not. Oh, I'd like fully that. expect if Luton to get to the Premier League, we'd sign a team capable of competing in the Championship if we were to go down yeah, from the Premier this League. This is it, yeah. Well, the expectation is not to stay. With maybe up, a couple <laughs> of experienced heads. You know, Brentford Goy Erickson. I said we could get bail or something if we went up. Sorry? We'd get bail or something. So, sorry, what? Bail. Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. Oh, good God. Can it's you imagine? golf, mate. Oh, are you still overhung from yesterday, you two? Come on, talk sense. Oh, look at me. What talk sense. Say, was it? I think... Um, you never the, know. The recruitment. There was rumours about a whole city signing Meza Ozil this month on social media. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's a lot of shite. <laughs> no. To be fair. Listen, the, the recruitment team will recruit for... I think you're right. I think they'll recruit for a very strong team that compete in either division. And no one expects if we go up, no one, and if you, if you disagree with me, I apologise, but no one expects Luton to go up and stay up. No one. They would look at us to go up and come straight back down again. And I hope we prove them wrong if we do go up. I expect European football for three years. Well, how great would that be? <laughs> Might be lo- too fair, be lovely, wouldn't it? Pass down away. Never really Imagine do you reckon Mark- maybe in three years you'll <laughs> well, be able just, to talk uh, into yeah. the mic? Oh, <laughs> Imagine Stop Mark it. Crowther having to, f- to bloody ride to a, an, a, yeah, a yeah, European yeah. away game. There's Bar- a challenge, Bar- Mark. There's a challenge, Bar- Mark. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's all we've got time for today. Let's hope that this time next week we're all sat here talking about how we're going to start a little brand new mini-series of a podcast ahead of the playoffs. Uh, so let's just, fingers crossed, hope this is going to happen. One more big game to come. What a national lotto. <laughs> well, yeah, nice. He's full of it, What is going on? Sorry? What is going oh, on? <laughs> All I know is I'm very tired and I love Listen, football. Right. I really hate it at the same time. One more game, everybody get behind the team. Whatever you thought about Tuesday or Monday, uh, get behind the team, roar them over that line, and then we'll have two great games to get to Wembley. And if we get to the playoffs as well, we have a party on Saturday, don't we? Yeah, we'll have a party. Welcome, so no, we're no, party every single night. Party every single night until until yeah, the it. first leg. But look, I might take a week off work if we actually win the playoffs. I don't know what we'll do if we win the playoffs, but let's let's take, take it. Let's take Absolutely. it a game. Let's 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 do a footballer or football manager say we'll take it game by game. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's, One more big game to come at the weekend. Can't wait for it. Let's get excited. Let's get on top of it and get excited and let's have it. Well, we'll see. This time next week, let's see how we get on. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.